0: Hi, socialites. I'm Erin, the Urban Mermaid, and thank you for listening to the Grounded and Glam Modern Mystics and Motherhood podcast. If you're new here, I'm a writer, holistic lifestyle educator, Usui Reiki master, intuitive empath and reader. I also do chakra analysis and birth chart readings and wellness plans. You can check out my parenting horoscopes on redtricycle.com, and I am now doing the horoscopes at FireAndLux.com. I'm currently doing a Grounded and Glam Shift Your Vibes Energy Session every Tuesday and Thursday via Zoom at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which combines a bunch of esoteric healing modalities to help you de-stress and relax. You can find me on my website, www.erintheurbanmermaid.com, on Instagram, at Erin Urban Mermaid, or my business page, The Urban Mermaid, on Facebook. Thanks for joining me. Today, I wanna talk about the dark night of the soul. The dark night of the soul may not sound like the most fun topic, maybe even a little shadowy or intimidating, but fact is, it's a necessary part of your ascension journey, and I felt sharing could help those who are experiencing it. I like to describe it as losing your mind, but finding your soul. This is a stage on your spiritual development path where you're transitioning away from life as you knew it and into the next level of consciousness. It is a painful shedding process where you are unlearning and recognizing all the conditioning you have been taught up until this point and releasing it. You are letting go of your previous identity, relationships, perhaps your career, your habits and belief systems, all of what previously defined your meaning of what life was about. It is an ego death and you can't get to be your highest self without experiencing this. How do you know you're going through your dark night of the soul? Many people, and I can attest to this, describe the symptoms as similar to depression, but they are not one in the same. The way people treat depression is not how one would go about dealing with their dark night. Depression often stems from chemical imbalances or it can be treated by medicine. Not that I'm condoning that, but lifestyle changes, seeking professional help, are all treatment for depression. You literally just have to go through your dark night to get through it. When someone with depression comes out of that, their core beliefs aren't usually changed. Your dark night is spiritual in nature, and it's here to shake your beliefs to the very core and transform you as a whole. It's a very lonely place because it's so focused on you. It's your journey, and it's not something you could take someone else with you on. It is completely unique to you. You also have to come to terms with the only person that who could get you to the other side of this is you. The ego starts to starve because it is slowly realizing how much of life was an illusion. It comes with a lot of doubt because in a sense, you feel like you're going a little crazy. You know you have to surrender, but there is still so much fear around moving away from everything you once thought was true. In these stages, the ego is like a little child scared of the dark and hiding under the covers, because everything outside of that is unknown. It's a very uneasy place to be. Hazrat Inyat Khan said, there can be no rebirth without a dark night of the soul, a total annihilation of all that you believed in and once thought that you were. Let's talk about some indicators you were in your dark night of the soul. For starters, Something has to happen to spark it. Maybe that was something personal in you or an event, maybe a life change. This occurrence will then bring about a deep despair within you. You feel very little self-worth and feel very lost and empty. For me, those feelings made me feel stifled and paralyzed. Even my children who give me unconditional love and a sense of purpose were not filling the void up that my soul was feeling. I guess it's because they're two different things and one can't fix the other, but I will tell you, there were days where I knew if it wasn't for them, I wasn't sure I'd make it. But I do live for them, and for sure, their love is what helped get me through. You have almost no willpower, so you might be prone to addictions, especially if it's numbing the pain. Personally, I was going on and off with drinking. I wouldn't drink for a few weeks but the feeling of the heartbreak every day would just get too much to bear and then I would drink again. I completely lost interest in things I once loved. My whole life if I was ever depressed or feeling nostalgic, I'd listen to music or watch a funny movie and I couldn't even bring myself to do either one of these. Also in my past, I would spend money and go shopping to make up for whatever emotion I wasn't processing because it's a temporary high. I wasn't even a little interested in doing this. At all. If anything, I kept wanting to purge, which I think is another symptom you experience. Wanting to just get rid of everything, shut it all. The purging would come in waves for me. I actually have been feeling that again recently, wanting to just get rid of everything. And then there was a huge longing to just go home. Not home, the physical place, but the safe place where you're happy and you feel loved or are loved. You have to do the work on this part of your journey if you ever want to get to the other side. Learning to accept your shadows, understand what triggers you, and face the uncomfortable shit. For my clients with solar plexus blocks, I always recommend shadow work journaling because that's something that helped me a lot. We are all dualistic in nature. The light can't exist without the dark. I always say to people, or I use the term love and light as my salutation, And that's because I've been to the shadow side. I've faced them. I've danced with my shadows. And the point of doing this is so that when you are triggered again, you have the tools to work through this in less amount of time. Forgiveness and compassion, which is the heart chakra, is also a step on this journey. Mirror work, which is like taking a knife to the gut and looking at yourself in the mirror And taking back your power by forgiving yourself for anything that has ever happened to you in your life that took you away from yourself, that broke your soul, that traumatized you, and showing yourself compassion. I do believe I'm coming to the end of my dark night, but I'm not quite there yet. I received a message the other day, or a spiritual download, that I wasn't loving myself enough. I wasn't doing things for myself that were because I love me. I was doing things to numb myself. Me and my Virgo moon are always the first to be helping everyone else, but not myself. So to me, this means stopping before I do something and asking myself, does this feel good? Will my future self thank me for this? I always hear on podcasts or read on Instagram Envision your highest self and start showing up as her. And something finally clicked with me. My highest self wants to feel her best and be the best example she possibly can for her children. That means remembering to take my vitamins every day because I love myself, not because it's a chore. It's eating high vibe food because my body loves it and not some crap that's just laying around. It means having a drink or a glass of wine because I would like to, not because I feel overwhelmed or sad. This might take a while to get into this pattern, and that's where having compassion and showing yourself grace for not being perfect comes in. There is no time limit on how long your dark night can last, and you can have more than one in your lifetime. I've had friends tell me theirs lasted 23 years, One girlfriend told me about a year. For myself, mine started late October or November of last year, and I am still in it, but I feel like I'm coming to the close. I didn't fully understand what I was going through at first either. I just thought it was depression. Another reason I wanted to bring this topic to my podcast is so others can have this as a resource. So... Now that I've made this time on your ascension journey sound so fun and glamorous, why would you want to have a dark night of the soul? Because the other side of the transformation awaits a whole new you. A stronger, 5D, heart-centric, transformed new you is there. In my gratitude practice every morning, I actually say thank you to my dark night of the soul for breaking me down, and showing me the woman I am meant to be. If I didn't go through this, I would never know about any of my gifts either. You have to learn or unlearn whatever your dark soul is mirroring back to you so that you can grow from it and become the butterfly. You just cannot keep living life the way you were living before. Kind of sounds like the collective and the world are going through this right now, doesn't it? It is the biggest blessing in disguise your soul can experience. Your mind can stop searching and realize that happiness just is. So while I'm not fully on the other side, I feel it coming and I will let you know what it's like when that happens. Thank you socialites for tuning in today. I wanna apologize if you hear any outside noise in the background, they are doing construction around my building. Please visit my website, www.erintheurbanmermaid.com and sign up for my newsletter to keep in touch or book a service. Wishing you all love and light. Thank you again.